previously on This Is How We Roll. Yeah, so I think that we can assume that each person who met Dresden off camera had a quick conversation either with him or someone else in the group to find out what the deal is with the new name and the new look. You are requested to come to the small council chamber immediately. I think that I've uncovered an option, perhaps, of where you are to head next, according to the pool of knowledge. My guess would be the horn. When we were in Nightshade, I had memories, but also things that weren't real, I don't think, because we killed a lot of people that we knew. This will allow us to keep track of your locations using these magical beacons. If you're looking for someone in your group and uh, and they, the item is attuned to them, you can use it. And in your hand, you have a blank slate uh, map beacon, just one. Alright, so you head down the, the hill in Green Hall and you find, uh, at the bottom of the hill, you find Kaldrim, Leah, and Arara, the three remaining uh, children of Lanira, and they are awaiting you, patiently, uh, I should say. Is Malsey there? Uh, Malsey is not there. Oh. Um, she's not. Sorry. She's going to take care of Cake Velocial. Yeah, I'd like to think she's watering her. <laughs> I just can't <laughs> imagine Cake Velocial taking well to sort of domestic labor. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, like watering plants and not eating flowers. She's just... I feel like she'll be like denoming the garden and that sort of thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah hunting down cool. voles, like, yeah. like eating rodents and shit. <laughs> Someone's going to have her out like hunting like a, uh, like a dachshund. They'll like find a badger hole and like send her in. Yeah. Oh, sick. <laughs> she comes back out with the whole skin as a cape on her back. <laughs> I thought you were going to um, say, I could take care of it and just have Lindura just eat her. <laughs> <laughs> Nim, Nim just drools. Slices off her head. So, you arrive at the base of the hill and you find Lanira's remaining children and uh, they await your instructions. Um, we would like to go to the great, to the horn. And uh and uh i guess i'll say this i think that nim also gave uh mace core he gave you a very small version of the big map that you were looking at in lanira's chambers uh so you do have a reference for the entire land um it's not nearly as detailed because it is shrunken down but he gave you like a hand-drawn version of it um how close can we get to the horn i know they have some big defenses. So how how comfortable are you going? How close are you going? Um, and uh, oh man, I keep forgetting their names. Uh, Keldrim, uh, Leah, and Arara, I believe, are the ones that are left. Um, Arara says, "We 
can probably get to the outskirts of town, but what we're finding is that large flying creatures over most towns now will draw the fire from their town uh, ballistas and things of that nature. I would rather not have a run-in with another one of those, and she holds up her arm and has like a bit of a scar on it. Um, and she says, uh, plus I would rather not lose any more of my siblings. So we can get you fairly close. We can get you right to the road that leads into the town. If memory serves from the last time that we flew over that region, there is no gate or, t or, or wall around this city. I believe you can just walk right in. I feel like that's how a lot of cities are, or towns, don't you think? Well, not so many of them in Finrodel, but yes, the Horn is an open uh, municipality. That was Keldrick. Oh, do they have ballistas in this one? I believe that there may be ballistas and even worse. Uh, this, this area that you're going to is a bit rough and tumble for my taste. Rough and tumble. What what are the what are the people like over there in the horn? Um, and finally, the third sibling, uh, Leah, chimes in and says, "It is a coastal city. What do you suspect the people are like, Master Dwarf?" Swarthy. You nailed it right on the head. Heyo. And uh, and and the three of them uh, continue to describe it a little bit, but they do explain to you they've never actually walked through the town. They have simply flown a scouting mission uh, over this area once or twice in their lifetimes, um, but never recently. I guess take us the best way you think. I don't know if that's over Blue Water Bay or to skirt the coast, but... Oh, yes, we can make the journey in just... A few hours if we fly across Blue Water Bay. Oh, as the crow flies? Ha! Good one. <laughs> and uh, with that, the three of them transform into giant eagles and uh, sort of bow their their giant wings down for you to mount their backs and fly. Um, I remember Dres this. <laughs> Dresden, you and I should probably share one because I think we probably weigh the same as Flint. Combined. Hey, look! I ate a lot of eggs. I'm not that fat, okay? Are you like I'm, a, I'm not thirty pounds. <laughs> Am I really? <laughs> yeah. I think you are. Yeah. Pretty, what? Yeah. God, like, can I go on a fucking like diet? Feet, you're like four five and like two hundred thirty pounds. What the fuck? <laughs> Even if it was all muscle, like if I didn't have an ounce of fat, that's like too much. I would not be mobile. How am I a rogue? How do I have a, a fucking 16 dexterity? You're like Jack Black. <laughs> yeah. oh, Jesus Christ. He's surprisingly this, athletic, chubby guy. I think this is the end of episode bit right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I had a completely... I, I think I might have been delusional about my myself i'm pretty after. sure no it's good it means flint has very positive self yeah i'm pretty sure at one okay. point like it was described that you're as wide as you are tall. <laughs> i do believe that's the case i don't want to harp on the dangers of type delta adult dwarven onset diabetes <laughs> <laughs> that's well, like something <laughs> yeah yeah as as the group's diabetic i don't want I, i'd like to in my fantasy character avoid that burden <laughs> frankly 
No, you're not. So here's the crazy thing. You look very fit. You're not actually fat. You're just dense. You're just incredibly dense. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the things I steal and keep in my jingly pockets. <laughs> yeah, you have like 140 pounds of gold in your pockets at any given time. Right. Um, um, so, Dresden, should we fly together? Felicia sure. says almost with gritted teeth. <laughs> that sounds lovely. Dresden says um, with one no of the emotion. eagles just like like does the eagle cry at you. <laughs> okay, okay, we're coming. I'll go climb up. Wait, Felocial, we're in, we're 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 in a hurry here. Okay, take this ring. Uh, why? This ring is very important for the safety of our group. What does it do? Okay. I Anytime. mean, it's very nice. Which uh... <laughs> the ring of Rosie? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, this ring. Whenever you're in trouble, uh-huh. I can donate some of my health to you. Also, you can do it to me, and uh-huh. it'll be really convenient for you. Huh. <laughs> you do know Dresden looks much healthier than <laughs> I do. I gotta admit, I don't want <laughs> to give it to him. <laughs> Flint, is this, my this hurts my feelings, Flint. I thought we, we were cool. I, I gotta be honest, you had a whole plate of eggs and didn't eat a single bite. <laughs> I don't know if you have feelings. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I sure I... as hell don't now that I don't have the ring. Okay, here's what I'm gonna say. You're like this... Okay, I, I would never say this to any other elf, Okay. Uh-huh. But you're like real big and strong. You can afford, you know, like I, I could give you a little, you know, something. And also, I'm really dainty, you know. I, and if I like stub a toe real hard, <laughs> I'm real dainty. <laughs> if I stub a toe real hard, you could help me out too. You've got a lot of um, life to spare. I'd say you're very lively. Don't let anyone tell you you're not. I don't know if I need to do a persuasion check uh, right who, now. Who's told her that she isn't? Yeah, I would true. never say that anybody has. No, sometimes people say I look real tired, so. Oh. You know, Flint, I'm Did not I even sure. No. Flint, I think if you gave me the ring, I'm pretty sure it would just fall off of my fingers because your fingers are so fat and pudgy. Wow, okay. <laughs> and my fingers so are so long and slim. now, okay, okay. Well, you heard okay. my feelings gonna, first, Flint. I'm just going to flick the ring at Felocio and say, <laughs> take, take this. Yes, I'll take it. Thank you. All right. She puts it on right. and admires You've it. got the ring. In case um, one of us falls you... off one of these birds. And Flint, I'm assuming you're wearing one of the rings as yes. well. Yes. Uh, for just a moment, you feel a strong connection between the two of you, uh, and you almost feel as if you can tell that your hearts are beating in synchron in synchronicity. Um, oh, <laughs> and then Gross. and then Flint and then Flint just speeds up like crazy because he's so huge. <laughs> I was gonna say, does oh, it feel God, like yeah, my no. heart is having more trouble beating? <laughs> And then, and then Flint returns to his normal resting heart rate of 140 beats per minute. Well, okay, she's an elf, and I'm a dwarf. I feel like we both have higher resting heart rates than, like, say, Macecore, uh, who's a fucking dragon. No, yeah, I mean, we do yeah, no, longer. Uh, yes, but no, it, you, you, you just feel like a momentary, like, telekinetic connection of some sort uh, between the two of you, and the rings, like, 
just seem like they're activated now. Nice. Felicio quickly yeah. turns because she feels awkward now and climbs onto the eagle. All right. And everyone climbs onto the backs of these eagles. Um, and uh, they, yeah, you have like a pretty good tuft of feathers to grab onto. And you'll remember from the last few times you traveled on eagle back that it's not the most fun. Um, but it is efficient. And so they fly out of Green Hall and you see the grove disappear beneath you. And you can see as you leave the grove that the trees just within a few miles of this grove, many of them have now lost all of their leaves. And the grove itself seems to be sustaining more life than the surrounding area. Um, and the grounds, uh, you know, the grass is, is brown in many places as you fly over, um, save for a few little stream valleys. And so, you reach the coast. Sorry, so it feels like a sur- kind of a radius surrounding Green Hall, or is it like a north to south thing? Uh, no, it's like uh, everywhere except Green Hall seems to be in a little bit further state of either what would look like to us in the real world uh, early winter or late fall. Yeah, okay. Um, whereas Green Hall is clinging on to late summer uh, to mid fall uh, with leaves still on trees at this point. Okay. Um, and, uh, but to all of you as citizens of Finrodel, that is not normal. Uh, there, this is not a seasonal continent. You do not usually have this like turning of the seasons. So, uh, this is a little bit odd to see. And you've been noticing that as you've been traveling. Um, and so you fly, uh, and they cross over blue water Bay and you can see for a while, nothing but water beneath you. And then, uh, after, about two hours of flight, you can suddenly see um, as one of uh, the the eagles in the front, Leah, uh, sort of shrugs her wing for just a moment and gets your attention, Mace Corps, and you can see now in the far distance the edge of the land. Um, And they start to lower down toward the water uh, and they cross over the edge of the land just to the south of where you can see a lot of buildings. Um, can you all see where I was yeah. pinging mm-hmm. the map? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's where you make landfall, just to the southwest of the main part of the Horn. But as you were coming down, you can see sprawling cityscape. Uh, it is the biggest collection of buildings that any of you have ever seen in one place before. Uh, because most of the towns of this continent are sort of these smaller walled towns uh, this is a massive, sprawling city. Oh. Whoa. Wow, this is huge. Wow. And they alight. Uh, uh, they they land in uh, an area just on the edge of where the city really becomes a city. Uh, there are a few scattered houses and farms, but they land just outside of what appears to be a city street um, and quickly turn back into themselves and help you. Uh, they sort of like turn and catch you as they transform so that you don't fall um, and help you stand up on your feet. Um, uh, Keldrum says, each meeting could be our last. So best of luck to you in your pursuit. We have other tasks to attend to, but here's hoping we may meet again. And we will consult with Nim on your whereabouts. And should you need help, you may count on us to arrive uh, at some point, I suppose. <laughs> well, we know you'll be tracking us, so that's great. But do you, do you think this could be our last meeting because of us or because of you? In this world, you never know. It could be anyone's final day. 
Huh. Well, that's and you wonderful. see him pat. You see him pat uh, a medallion he's wearing that belonged to Uranus, his brother. Um, and with that, he transforms into an eagle again uh, with his two sisters, and they fly off into the sky. Uh, and there's a few uh, like people out and about. They just don't really seem to pay too much mind to it. Hi everyone, it's Keegan, your Felosio, and I'm here with your mineral announcements. Let's just keep this short and sweet for this week. Check out our show notes and there you'll find links to our Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, and more. Be sure to follow us so that you can find out what we're up to. And check out our Patreon where there's tons of extra content for you to listen to. And thank you to our two patrons, Junior and Johanna. That's it for this week, so now, let's get back to the episode. Um, And so let me describe to you what you see. Uh, You see buildings now, uh, as you look north into the Horn, that are densely compacted, they are tight together, there are streets, there are alleyways. Uh, The buildings seem to rise and get bigger as you reach further north into the Horn. Uh, And the construction style is a combination of what you know from the region of Daggersford and uh, also a bit of the flavor of Oldport and some of the other coastal towns that some of you have visited. It definitely has a briny sea salt flavor to it. And in fact, as you lower down on the eagles to land here, you could feel the salty air blowing back your hair uh, and you can definitely smell the marshes of the uh, of the coastal region in this town, uh, there seem to be seabirds flying around all around this town, looking for scraps of food, uh, and the town is in front of you. And let me move. I'm going to move you all onto a new map. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! And you're going to want to find your your tokens on here. You should be able to see the whole thing though. There's a little part of it that says "Ye be here." The basin. Ooh, I'm scrolling out. All right, so uh, let me let me ask for a moment that you would suspend disbelief just a bit and pretend that you can't really see things on this map uh, because your characters don't know anything about this town. But I wanted to put it on the screen for you so that as you reach points where you're not really sure what to do you may want to explore certain areas or that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, and, and you know, there, there's, you'll kind of pick up the thread pretty quickly, but this is similar to Call College. It's going to be a pretty open uh, situation. You just have to kind of keep in mind like what you're here for. That's, that's the main thing to, uh, to try. Um, looking around at the people that we did see, did like what kind of people... Where are we seeing? So mostly <laughs> they're swarthy, <orcs>. obviously. <laughs> they are mostly orc folk. Oh. Uh, you Great. saw lots of very tall, intimidating uh, orc folk, and they often uh, have the appearance of sailors or people who work at the docks. Um, not too many other folks, although you have caught glimpses of 
some other races, um, swarthy looking dwarves and halflings and humans and a couple of elves, maybe. Um, although some of them look like they could be like crossbreed with orc. Uh, every person that you see seems like they almost have an orcish quality about them because they've got that like toughness about them. Um, all right, and you all walk down a small street of cobblestones, cracked, but at one point beautifully paved. And uh, there are storm drains on the side of the street where the high tide uh, can actually drain back into the ocean as this town uh, occasionally on full moons is somewhat flooded by the high tide. And as you're standing next to a tall wall on your right side near the entrance to this town that seems to be sealing off some section of the town from you, um, around the corner comes a young mustachioed man. And he comes running toward you. Um, and he quickly glances down and sees the weapons at your side and the fact that you are clearly not from this place. And he says, Can you help me? There's going to be a fight. I d he, they're going to try to kill me. Uh, who are you? It's a me, a Mario. And who's <laughs> trying to yeah, kill what, you? What, what is he wearing? Uh, he is wearing a pair of red suspenders <laughs> and, uh, no! and they, like they're like overalls. They look like they they kind of have some like fish guts on them. Like he works on a fishing vessel, perhaps. Um, this is so uh, fucked but, because Mario has blue suspenders right, and a red right. shirt. Oh, oh man! But so this he is, has this red suspenders. Oh my god! Yeah. This is really uncanny. Uh, yeah, it's very uncanny, um, and. Sure enough, after he makes this appeal to you, um, right around the corner comes another person. Um, and this time it is a, uh, a particularly charming looking uh, tall orcish man. Um, and he comes running around the corner and uh, he was clearly chasing Mario and he says, I'm going to need you to step back from my query if you don't mind. I'm sorry, and you are? Uh, the, the name is Fish. Mr. And who might you be? And if you don't mind, could you just grab onto him for just a moment? And you see him unsheathing a, a short sword as he says that. God, do either of them look like they have money? Wait, please! I, I have nothing! What? It this? I swear, it wasn't my fault, Puff. It wasn't my fault. I, I really feel like we just kind of walked into this, so should we keep going? <laughs> uh, yes, I think that would probably be for the best, if you don't well, mind. What did he do to you? Yes, can, I li I'd like to ask, what did, what did Mario do? Yes, why don't you tell us, Mario? What did you do? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You can't say that this was my fault. Well, I think that it was certainly someone's fault. And frankly, Blue Betty is going to want some answers. But I told you, I've given you my best answers. I'm just a plumber. I work on the, I work on the toilets on the fishing boats. And uh, Fish says, yes, uh, we all know that. Mario, I don't know why, why with the weird cliche accent all of a sudden, I, I feel like you only turn that on for the tourists. But yes, if you would kindly hand him over to me, I'm just going to bring him back with me and we will execute him and we'll say that's 
An eye for an eye, I suppose. Did he do something to someone that you know? Uh, as you ask that, uh, a third character enters the scene. God. I'm so scared. Uh, behind you, Felosiel, when you were facing Fish, uh, coming down the other alleyway is a orc woman. And she comes striding down this alleyway holding a crossbow and aiming it at Fish around the corner. She sort of juts out around the corner and says, What's all this then, eh? You've been out here making more trouble? I want some bloody answers. And I'm not going back to Nigel until I've heard from you what exactly you just did. I'm, I'm, I'm who sorry. are you talking to? Yeah, we, who is it? Us or Mario or Fish? Does that nothing to do with you? Get go on, get out well, of here. Got, I really think we should just go on. I. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? That's very rude of me. How are you going? Are you strangers here? Yeah, we're strangers here. <laughs> Flint says. <laughs> Can I do it? Are you making fun of my accent there? No, I I be from these parts. Uh, can you make me a deception check, please? Sure. Or persuasion, I guess. Either persuasion, way, you're trying to convince persuasion her. Persuasion is fine, because I've got a 13 modifier to it. <laughs> what the fuck? 27. <laughs> um, she looks you up and down for just a moment, um, and then she says, That's kind of funny. I ain't never heard your name before. What you say your name was? I uh, keep my head low. It's, uh... Headlow. Is that a dwarf joke? That's pretty funny. Oh, your name's Headlow, you say? That's, that's right. My name's Headlow. Are you t- are you Terry Headlow? No, Jerry Headlow. <laughs> ah, well, good. Is wait, are you Terry's brother? Never heard of Terry. Ah, well, Terry owes me a lot of money, so you're lucky. Yeah, glad I'm not Terry. I'm gonna slink away because I definitely. <laughs> wait, Jerry, Jerry, my friend from camp. <laughs> From summer camp. Mm-hmm. Let me come with you. Yeah, all right then, Lafosio. Well, could you? Uh, I mean, we're just passing by here, but uh, it seems pretty extreme to put a man. No, to- please don't just to pass by. I need your help. Oh, hold on. Why? It seems pretty extreme to put someone to death. Did he kill somebody? Ah, uh, well, you see, he sank one of our vessels as it was entering the harbor. Mario. Uh, and uh, the woman who arrived last actually walks toward the very uh, attractive man who just said that and says, Yeah, I don't know about any of that, but I know that you're responsible for sinking our boat. And uh, Mario says, Well, someone sank one of our boats and now everybody's blaming me. Just because there was a clogged toilet doesn't mean that it was my fault. Isn't it possible that there's one person sinking all the boats and it's not just, you know, Mr. Fish? Or it's not just Mario sinking Mr. Fish's boat and Mr. Fish sinking, I'm sorry, I don't know your name's boat. Couldn't it be one culprit? You're talking to me. Wait, were you talking to me? Well, yes, I was saying that couldn't it just be... The name's Cheryl. Thanks for asking. Shocky Cheryl. That's what my friends call me. You can just call me Shocky or Shaw. Or Cheryl. Nope, don't call me Cheryl. <laughs> Nobody calls me that. <laughs> you wanker. Oh, you went from British Australian to British. 
<laughs> hey, you know what? We've got some of the same slang terms down here. It's a melting pot. Yeah. <laughs> Most of our folks were just bad British people that got sent here. So Yeah, but it's very you know. early on in like the yeah, sending, yeah, so they're true. still pretty British. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um Well, so what you're saying is you think someone else is sinking these vessels. I think it's possible that someone else is sinking everyone's ships and maybe we can help you figure out who's sinking all the ships so no one has to execute anybody. Um, maybe we could all go to the purple whale, have a drink, and try to figure out who it is? I think that's a great idea. Do you guys know where the purple whale is? <laughs> I really don't want to go to the purple whale, but uh, Mario, you're going. I'll go where I will go where you will go as long as uh, uh, please just don't let him uh, kill me. No one's killing anyone till we figure this all out. Agreed. Well, I don't know if I really have time for a drink, but I suppose if you're buying, and he uh, he winks at you, Dresden. <laughs> um, sure. Drinks on me. Uh, and Cheryl says, You're such a hone dog, fish. Just keep it in your trousers. <laughs> we can uh, well, we could go down to the purple whale, but uh, I'm not letting this scumbag out of my sight. And he, uh, fish chimes in and says, And uh, Mario, you'll be staying nearby, I trust. And Mario says, Well, somebody sank our boat to two. I'm just not being an aggressive dickhead about it. Mario, why don't you stick with us until this is all sorted out? Uh, Jerry, this is super dramatic. Yeah, I don't like all this drama. Hey, you too. Are you part of this group? Uh, yeah, yes, I'm, they're our well, friends. I'm the one who said the purple whale. Um, but I'm just... Oh yeah, that's right. It's a tense situation. I couldn't keep track of all of you. You're, I mean, you're new to me as well. Perhaps we could all exchange our names quickly. Lefosiel. I know that's Jerry. Jesus Christ. Lefosiel, make a uh, make a deception check. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. Wait, but I said her name was Lefosiel, <laughs> so she has to make a deception check? A 14. Yes. Okay, I gotta make an insight check for her, I guess. <laughs> 16. Uh, uh, she does not believe you. She says, how about you try again? I'll give you one more chance. And she turns her crossbow onto you this time. A name's Sifosiel. God damn it. This is going to get really difficult to keep up no, with. No, fine. It's it's Thelosiel. All right. I believe you this time. I don't know why you had to be weird about it. We're trying to, we're just trying to get to know you. You know, new town, new people. You there, Dragonborn. What's your name? Oh, it's m Yes, my protector, what can I call you? Uh, you can call me Luigi, but you have to call me Macecore. That's my name. Wait, are you, are you, wait, is your name Luigi? I'm so confused. Don't worry about my it. My brother's Don't name. Don't worry about it. My brother's name is Thomas. <laughs> uh, and Fish chimes in and says, All right, so we've got your name. Now, how about you, my gothic friend, the tall drink of blood? And he winks at you again, Dresden. What do you say? <laughs> My name is Dresden. And it's something in your eye, sir. You keep closing it when you look at me. Uh, and he looks, like, 
super, super embarrassed when you say that. Um, and he sort of like blanches for a second. He's like, oh, God, I mean, jeez, uh, that's, uh, I mean, no, nothing in my eye. How about we, how about we get down to the bar? Uh, you said the purple whale is, are you sure? That place is kind of a shithole. The Jerry said it's the best. Yes, we always Yeah, go. I don't know. Uh, t- don't listen. Don't listen to him. He's a bit of a wanker. I think that uh, the purple whale's just fine. They got uh, they got plenty of good spirits there. Wait, was uh, that Sharky and, uh, telling you saying that? Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and finally, uh, Mario's looking very nervous, um, and he says. Here we go! And he starts running down the street toward... Uh, he, so he, he takes off down an alleyway um, in a, a sort of like a easterly direction. Um, he's not like actually running. Everybody's just sort of walking along. But uh, Sharky Cheryl and Puff R. Fish and Mario lead you on a walk through the streets. And as they do, um, it's, it's only a few blocks and you can already see the tall bows of ships in the distance. Um, and you arrive in a marketplace that opens up to a series of docks in a very large harbor. Um, and, uh, and that's the scene that you see. And again, you can hear the seabirds calling and now you can actually see the water. Uh, what do you do? Wow, this is pretty beautiful. It is. It is a beautiful town in the right light, I suppose. Welcome to Springboard Square. That's what we call this part of town. Uh, And if you're looking for the purple whale, it's not too far now. Whole lot of commerce happens in this here part, I reckon. Yeah, that's right. I'm a little bit concerned that you're asking questions about... Didn't you say you were from here? It was more of a rhetorical statement. Oh, all right. Fair enough. Um, And you continue walking and talking, and you roll around the corner past several tall ships docked uh, at this marina, and suddenly, uh, Felosial, you see a sight that causes your heart to skip a beat for just a moment. And also flints. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But for different reasons, too. You're like E.T. in the flower now. Um, kind of. Well, I guess that's weird, actually, but it is kind of true. Yeah. Um, and uh, you see around the corner, as you round the corner on this marina, you see a giant hollowed-out skull with a glowing red eye. And at the front of it, you see a sign that says, The Purple Whale. And we will stop right there, I think. So my hit dice, right? That's what I'm doing next. Hit dice. Not all staff. I have like two. No, no. Yeah, your hit dice just goes up to 14. Yeah, so just put the total at 14 and then the lower number at 14. Uh, So here's, okay. So this is a couple of the things that are 14th challenge rating. 
Um, a mind flare elder brain. Oh shit! What a mind uh, flare? Like no, that's a, like a big, a big scary thing. An ice devil. An ice devil. That's an adult. Terrifying. An adult black dragon. No. Oh, Is that for like that. a party of four level fourteens? Uh, it would be uh, technically, yeah. I think it is for four people. So yeah, those are these are just fourteenth level challenge rating in the monster manual. Holy God! Uh, a cadaver collector. That sounds like something that Dresden could do something with. Yeah. Also, <laughs> maze core with hand, maze core with so here's, like crazy. here's a question I was wondering about. With the way that you read that description, Josh, does that mean that if you found someone else's severed limb and you attached it to yourself, you could like reattach it to you? Doc Ock. It says, <laughs> if you put a severed body part of yours. Uh, oh, okay. okay. Yours. Ooh, thank good. God they clarified Josh that. Josh is like, oh, I my have God. six hands now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get more attacks. Yeah, uh, yeah like uh, the purple worm. Oh, purple is, uh, worms are you, hard. An Alaskan bullworm? Alaskan bullworm. They're massive. They're so big. Oh, Man, that's exciting. I'm going to have to... Uh, I'm gonna have to take a look at this manual. Um, uh, not that I'm willing to move on, but I I have a hard stop at eleven. Uh, no. <laughs> I do. Excuse me. <laughs> Wait, I need Dresden to slow down my heart rate. <laughs> <laughs> I can only slow uh, down my heart rate. Shit, I'm panicking. But I think he can sever your arm. A sure-fired way to lower my blood pressure is to open up an artery. 